You're listening to EVH Gear TV, brought to you by Design 39 Media. Visit design39media.com for all your website, photography, and video production needs. Microphones for EVH Gear TV are provided by Rode Microphones, and official Van Halen merchandise is provided by vanhalenstore.com. Now, here's your host from Ontario, Canada, EVH gear artist, Eric Broadbent. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. I almost said happy Friday, but it's not the weekend yet. Almost the weekend. Happy Thursday evening to you all watching EVH Gear TV. We are live and we're going to get a little bit of a post-NAM, winter NAM 2018 uh, recap from tonight's guest from Line 6, Mr. Frank Rashad. Frank, how are you? Very good, sir. How are you? Good. Hello, everyone. Good. Nice to have you, and I know a lot of people are. I have a, a lot of people are waiting to uh, to talk to you and bounce ideas off of both of us and kind of recap some of the exciting things that came out of Nam. So we're really looking forward to it. And I understand. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for joining me, especially that you've got a little bit of the, the Nam thrax, the Nam bug that everyone tends to get. So uh, I wish you the best for a speedy recovery over that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, if, uh, forgive my voice if if I. Uh break a little bit here. I, I am suffering from Namthrax. Yeah. I swear we, all of us when we attend, we need to have um, uh, Purell on both our hip, sides of our hips and just, you know, pump the stuff as we, you know, it, shake somebody's hand, <laughs> get rid of it. Exactly. IVs of uh, antibiotics would, would probably help too. That would do it? Yeah. And you see some artists, I've seen some artists before in the past, you watch some of these interviews at different booths and things like that. And some of them, not a lot of them, but some of them won't shake hands with people for that sole reason. They're not trying to be jerks or anything like that, but they've got a, other business in other parts of the world, tours or whatever, uh, other important things, and they can't be sick, so they avoid that. Absolutely right. Yeah. We'll jump over the... I'm, I'm, I'm fine to go. That's right. That's right. That's good. I'm glad to, glad to hear it. And you'll be good in a few days. Get some soup and some lots of liquids and stuff, and you'll be good. Exactly. We'll jump out of the chat quite a few times throughout the evening and say hi to everybody and if they have any questions there as well too. So I'd like to just start off with people that don't know your background and, uh, and I don't know a lot of your background other than Line 6, so I'm, I'm quite interested as well too. Maybe you can share with us um, uh, your full kind of uh, the gamut of things that you do with Line 6 and maybe what you've done in the past in the music industry, um, you know, on your way through Line 6. Sure. So um, I started in the industry with a company called Avid Technology um, about 20, wow, 20, uh, 25 years ago, actually, wow. is when I really started. Um, and I was on the video side of the business. Avid did video, nonlinear video editing, okay. uh, based here in Burlington, Massachusetts. And I, um, one of the first acquisitions I was a part of with Avid was DigiDesign. And um, I was took part in the, the uh, due diligence process and the uh, actual um, integration of Digi. And I really, really loved the, the music side of the business. And <clears throat> from there, I was at Avid for 15 years. And then in 2009, uh, my boss, who was the chief operating officer at uh, Avid, took this job at Line 6. And um, he called me up and he's like, you got to get out here. This is this is." quite the place. It's got a, a really good vibe. It's 20 years old, but it's like a startup. Um, it's all about innovation. And so I flew out, I, I did a couple interviews and I, I, you know, I checked the place out, talked to the folks and man, he was right. It, Line 6 is just, and to this day, it still has that same, I still feel that excited about coming to work every day. It really is a great company to work for. Nice. nice. And here I am. 
And and so and, and tell so, us a little bit about what your title involves there now. I'm sorry. What, uh, tell us what your position is now with the company um, currently. So I'm a senior director of operations, and what that includes is a whole bunch of stuff. So I run the supply chain. Uh, that we manufacture our products in China, primarily uh, China, Korea. Um, and I manage that. I manage the sales operations uh, team. And I manage customer service and support, which is really where my involvement on the forums and um, a lot of my public involvement comes from. And I also manage the uh, global distribu- physical distribution of the products. So we, we deal through distribution and um, we have uh, several uh fulfillment centers around the world and I manage that as well. So that's kind of what I what my my world is at line six. And, and frankly, it's exactly what I have been doing all my life. It, it actually fits exactly perfectly with kind of my career. It's been fantastic. So many hats kind of in this in the same, you know, same locale, but many hats. Yes. Yeah. And, and most folks at line six wear many hats. Yep. We are, uh, you know, we're a fairly small team. I think I don't think people understand just how small we are. Uh, we're not tiny, but we're we're certainly not as big a, as most folks think we are. So pretty much everybody wears multiple hats. And um, uh, but it, it, like I said, it's it's a bunch of people who really love what they do, and it, a lot of work comes out of that that place. I also think too, it has a lot of. Uh, um I don't want to use the word job security because no job is secure these days in the economy that we live in. But being a fact that people can be multifaceted in talent, uh, it can be a computer engineer over here. It can be someone who's good with graphics over here and that kind of thing. Having many talents that you can possess in the workplace, uh, certainly you will be a stronger asset to the team. Absolutely. In fact, uh, it makes working working at Line 6 more interesting. I've, <clears throat> I was just telling a friend of mine, we've got uh, I, there was a request on the Facebook group, Chad's uh, Helix Family of Products Facebook group, for a, a podcast. I think it was in November. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I uh, approached two of my support guys. If you've called Line 6 to speak to somebody, you've likely talked to them because we only have four. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, hey, you guys, I knew they had done podcasts in the past. I said, are you interested? And um, they're like, Yeah. So they uh, they went off, scripted it, and we're on episode three now. And you know this is kind of a part time thing for them, but they love it, and it just it's really engaging. It helps to uh, kind of get them more excited about the products and the company, and it's really it's it's really a, a cool place to work. And it's um, our management team are really good about letting this stuff happen. A lot of companies you you can't do that. You're very much in your role, and that's it. And that that's just not the way it works at Line Six. That's right. And with things like podcasts, just like what we're doing here right now, too, I, I can see why some companies, you know, are a little uncomfortable about it because things can go left, right or center. They're not 100 percent scripted. Uh, you don't know what your guests are going to say. Um, you know, someone might come on, you know, like I know with that show that you're talking about there, it's a little different. But, you know, it's not regimented. And some people are just a little uptight about that. They don't want to let control go from the, the you know, the, the superior brass. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and frankly, um we trust our our guys, and you know they, they aren't going to. We hope they aren't going to do anything stupid. Of course, and they prove themselves out all the time. They're really great guys, and we got a great team. So I, I, like I have no worries at all. I like that, and it does show the passion to um, the the customers, whether they're cu- future customers or current customers or whatever. It does show the fact that this team loves what they do, and they can see you know between things that are scripted and non scripted, and the, and they totally trust what these guys are saying. So I like that a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. So Nam, and unfortunately, I wasn't there this year. Going to be there next year, and I'm going to be probably camped out in your booth the whole time, all right. between yours and EVH, I'm sure. Um, but the HXFX, that was the uh, the talk of the uh, the internet, and we'll get into it a little bit later on as far as uh, how it kind of got spoiled and leaked a little bit. But tell us a little bit about the uh, the HXFX and uh, its uh, acceptance at Nam. So yeah, HXFX was our big um, release and our big story at Nam. Um, it's had a phenomenal uh, uh, acceptance, and it, in fact, several retailers have sold out, and mm-hmm. the forums are really lighting up about it. And basically, what it is is it's Helix Effects for the traditional uh, player who who goes with a pedal board and amp and wants to have all of the goodness of the Helix effects, by the way, as well as the 77 M-Class effects that are also in it, uh, literally at their toes. And um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really great product. And in fact, a bunch of people have been asking for this for a long time. <clears throat> I see uh, some comments about it's the next M9. I actually don't think it's the next M9. It's, it's much more flexible than that. It's actually the effects if we were to cut out the effects part of Helix, it's more a, a, a part of Helix than it is M9, a successor to M9. You can I can completely understand why you'd make that mm-hmm. comparison, but it, it's just much more flexible. I, I love that. And I've got some videos, too, for people at the end of the show, too, down in the link to the description. I've got three links that I, I believe Eric Klein possibly made. Um, they're kind of like the nutshell uh, three minutes or less kind of videos to show you exactly what you're probably going to be doing with the unit. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man, it is, it's absolutely phenomenal. And having, you know, people, they, I think this is for everybody and we'll get to this as well too. We're going to say who is the product for, but whether mm-hmm. you're a Helix owner or not right now, even if you are, it's uh, something that can be used in another, like these, we, you and I talked about this off the air, the, the Helix products are almost like Legos in a way they build onto whatever you've got. You know that you can use it as a standalone. You can use it as it's uh, 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 in conjunction with many things. Uh, that's what I love about the family of products. It can be used whatever your rig is today may not be the rig that you have tomorrow, and it adapts with you. So that's yeah, going to be you've really absolutely cool. nailed it. That's exactly right. And to your point, if you have a Helix and you you want a small board for a, some shows where you want to take a small tube amp or whatever, that's exactly what this product is is for. It's to be it's it's to give the flexibility of Helix. It's to make you more flexible as a musician, mm-hmm. and, and, and we're really excited about it. It's getting a lot of uh, a lot of good reviews. The first ones, interesting. Uh, we made sure that it was in stores when we announced it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the very the the day we announced it, uh, several posters on uh, Gear Page and on the Facebook group said, "I bought one," <laughs> and some of them paid next day air. And Friday of the show week. There are pictures showing up online of this thing, you know, getting unboxed and being used, and that really made us feel good. It was it was uh, really satisfying to announce it and, and see it in the wild the next day. Because that doesn't which always is really happen. Good. And we try to do that with our products. Is when we announce it, we we don't want to have a, a, a long delay. Yep. We want to try yep. to have the product available. And that could and be that could, that could be the detriment to how it got uh, leaked. Um, <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit of an echo. If you want to have your guy adjust again just for one second, just a little bit, if, if he's nearby. If not, don't worry about it. We yep. can get through it. Um, but anyway, just a little bit of talk back, slap back. Seems like it's better now. Um, sometimes getting it out to the, the general uh, masses immediately like that, there's 
steps that sometimes can't be avoided and one of the guitar outlets had leaked a picture of it and then of course everyone goes crazy but I think sometimes I always try to find a positive in everything and I think the silver lining in that cloud was the fact that maybe now people that may have just passed bypassed line six maybe okay maybe I'll check out the line six booth I'll try to get there all of a sudden they see this thing and they're like okay we gotta go check out this new effects pedal they got and maybe there's more attendance because of that leak I I think you're probably right and you know, um, by the way, this stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's it for the team who's planning the release, it stings, but it does happen all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's happened to us several times. And the the kind of nice thing about this was that the detail of the unit wasn't leaked. So we had the picture that didn't show the backplane, yeah. and we had the the text in the GC ad, which was explained what was in it sure. basically. 107 plus effects, Helix effects, uh, and the M-Class effects, but it didn't tell you the rest of the story. Sure. And it was kind of cool because people were waiting to hear the rest of the story. In fact, the leak, uh, you know, people were talking about the leak for several days, as you know. <laughs> and uh, I think you're right. I think a bunch of folks were camped out because I can tell you our booth was really busy, for, for, particularly for day one. And several of our staff made that comment that, Usually day one's a little bit slow to start, and there were people literally waiting outside the doors to come in, so it was really cool. Well, to tell you how, how strict these people take it, I mean, I don't have to tell you this because you know this. You're on that side of the of the fence, but some of the people that may not know how it works in the chat and watching the show right now, too, even with EVH because I'm, I'm with the EVH guys, and mm-hmm. they did not give me – I told them I wasn't going to be at NAM this year. And I said, okay, uh, let me know what we're going to be um, what we're going to be looking at, and I'll start preparing my video and things like that. You know, I'm doing it from remote, basically. And even with those guys, they said, tell you what, we'll let you, we'll leak it out a couple of days prior to Nam, whatever. It turned out to be day of Nam, and it has to be tight. It has to be tight because. Uh, you know, first of all, you don't want wrong product information. You're not really too worried about the competition at that point because no one's going to manufacture a guitar or a pedal or something overnight and get it to NAM and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's That's more right. about, uh, I, at least my opinion is what I think is they don't want uh, wrong facts out there, right? You don't want it to say it's it's going to kill the Helix or, or anything like that, right? You, That's you're, you're dead on. In fact, the thing we were monitoring the most when this happened was either... Um, uh, opinions or, or guesses that were something way above what it was mm-hmm. or just things that it totally wasn't. So, it, And it was really interesting because as we watched people guess it, what it would do, they pretty much came darn close. Some of them were off. I, there were a bunch of folks that thought it would have amp models in it, right. but the name of the product itself pretty much says it's effects. Uh, but aside from that, uh, People were pretty good at guessing, and I think you're right. I think it built uh, more excitement and enthusiasm. And at the end of the day, it, it you know the launch went really, really well. Good, good. Now, obviously, that stole the thunder. Um, what else did What else did you um, announce at Nam and short Nam? So we only had uh, a couple other things. Um, we had a Variax Onyx Variax Limited Edition, okay. and we've been running these limited edition Variaxes, and they've been really a big success. We typically will run 250 of them. They're numbered. And uh, we did an emerald green, which was based on our very first logo 28 years ago. Um, we did the amethyst, uh, which was a beautiful guitar. And this one's a, a black onyx, and it's translucent. It's really beautiful. Um, so we announced that. That should be available uh, early March. Um, and we announced 2.5, obviously, which we were hoping to get released today, frankly. 
and we found a couple bugs that have to be squashed, so that, that's going to move to next week. But um, it's an exciting release for Helix. Uh, we've got a couple new amps. Um, we've got five brand new ground up reverbs, which uh, people have been asking for for a long time because we ported over reverbs from the M class to this uh, product, but we did not have Helix reverb, so we got real Helix reverbs, and everything the beta testers have told me are just, they're great. So I can't wait to get them out there. So, and although HXFX customers now are starting to play with them, so I'm waiting to see some reviews. Fantastic. Um, brand new delay, ground up delay, and of course, the, the real story is the 77 M-Class effects that are now gonna be in the legacy category in the Helix. And of course, you know, we wanted to make sure that our Helix customers understand Helix is the uh, flagship. And if you own a Helix, we want to make sure that, you know, you feel like you're getting everything. We would hate to release a product and then have somebody say, boy, I wish I had that when they own the, f the flagship. Something in the Helix family, really, the Helix floor and rack in LT should have, um, should have the, the same uh, functionality. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. But um, that was a really big... Uh, thing for us and the guys got it done it, it's going to be awesome so um, we're patiently waiting for next week and we'll squash the last couple bugs and get it out there hey that's no problem mm -hmm. waiting for it is good uh the mm -hmm. fact that you're not having uh, any technical difficulties like you discovered today and for some for some of the some some of the younger generation who may not understand what some of these firmware things and software upgrades do i look at as uh uh, like a video game that they like to play and the downloadable count content, you know, that, so you've got your base, you've got your Helix and just because it's version 2.3 today, 2.5 next week, whatever, and version three down the road and all those other kind of things, your, your unit stays the same software upgradable. All these features are allowed, allowed to be upgraded, you know, through the internet. And you don't have to keep buying new gear all the time. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly the idea. And, you know, the, the testing is intense and mm -hmm. because we have to regression test everything. So we now have the complete kind of um, suite of Helix. We've got the floor, the rack, um, Helix Native, and, and now Helix Effects. And, of course, HX Edit across all of them, which is really what we've been uh, marching towards the last few years. That This is part of the, the, the bigger plan. And of course, the beauty there is efficiency in uh, development because we can develop across all of these platforms and, and get hit them all at once and use the same editor across all of them. So it's um, it, it's not only uh, it's not only cool for the the customer that you've got this entire suite that has all the same uh, functionality and and the editor, but from a development standpoint, it makes development faster. And so we can focus on, you know, developing, uh, um, modeling new apps, new pedals, new effects, you know, and roll them out across everything. Nice. Well, one of the things I saw too, watching Eric's <coughs> demos there, um, you're Eric, um, and the, again, those are down in the description down below too. See, I'm one of these guys who doesn't like to dive into stuff. Why well, I put it this way, I was kind of that guy. I did not like to get deep into menus and all this kind of crazy stuff. I wanted to just turn a knob and go, you know, like a typical pedal, right? Um, but I found the learning curve on, on Helix very, very quick. I was able to adapt to it pretty quick. Now, of, of course, I asked for some help through Chad's groups and, and things like that and got answers very quickly. But I found myself comfortable enough, not intimidated creating my own patches and things like that now as well too. But I find looking at the new HX effects, watching his demos, sure it's a little different, but the learning curve going from one to the other is, you know, 
you feel comfortable, I think. I don't have my hands yeah. on the HXFX yet, but I will soon. But uh, I find that it's going to be a very quick curve, making your effects, saving them to where you want, um, how you can bypass everything. It's all pretty easy. I, I've heard that from a few folks who, who already own a Helix and have gone out and got the HXFX. So that it's different. But um, when you understand kind of the workflow and the way our, our guys do things, mm-hmm. it, it's they caught on very quickly. In fact, uh, you know, our, one of our goals is we don't want you to have to crack the manual to get going. And, and we I think we accomplished that with Helix. And I so far, it seems like we've accomplished that with HXFX. Yeah. I opened the PDF manual today on the stick that came with my Helix for the very first time, the very first time I read the manual, because I did not know how to send out a direct line unbuffered or, I mean, un, unaffected to a tube amplifier and of course I saw it there number 27 guitar through whatever it's called and so that's the only time I've accessed it but it's uh, I have the stick here somewhere but it's uh, that sir is music to Eric Klein's ears oh yeah is it absolutely I mean his his, it's all about being intuitive and and that's his thing and that uh, he loves hearing that well, good, and we're gonna actually we're gonna give him a nice feather here in his cap in a second, because um, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about some awards uh, uh, that's uh, very important to him. But one of the things I'll just put it extended is first of all I have poor vision, so one of the things I like, and I don't wear glasses, I have a prescription, but haven't I haven't renewed my prescription in a while. Um, I find looking at the um, the user interface on the rack um, very easy to very easy to see. I do like the color display. Uh, easy to navigate. I mean, there's so many positives about the thing that I just, I can't praise it enough. And it sounds like I'm giving a sales uh, pitch, but I'm not. It's just the fact that it's very comfortable to use. It's inviting. So I think that's kind of nice. Where if some people just don't want to turn a knob because they don't know how to get back. And it's so easy if you're lost, hit home and you start back over. I've done that a million times. Okay, I forget what I did. Just hit home and I'll come back and I'll try it again. You know, it's mm-hmm. so nice. That That's fantastic. Yeah. So let's talk, we're going to do this and we're going to jump over. I've neglected saying hi to a bunch of people. So let's talk sure. about um, a really nice award. And I've got a little picture here. Uh, I'll show, you won't see it on your screen, but the viewers will. So let's mm-hmm. actually flip over to that and tell us about uh, the recognition, uh, Eric, and, and your whole team uh, were given um, uh, at NAM. Yeah, so at this NAM, um, we received the Tech Award for uh, Musical Instrument Amplification and Effects, which is a pretty big deal. And... Um, uh, Eric and the entire team really deserve this award, and I got to tell you, it's it's it, we're extremely proud of this. And um, uh, Eric's a great guy. The development team, great guys. Our QA team, support. Everybody deserves a little piece of that award. Um, but Eric took. To, Eric's the primary guy. He's Helix is his baby, always will be. And um, he he's the most deserving guy in the world. It's it's when I saw when I saw the announcement. I was absolutely thrilled. That's great. So we're we're extremely proud and humbled. Now, how far how far in advance do you know there's going to be the award? Is it pretty much the day of NAM, or is it like yeah? A- we knew we were uh, nominated, but it, until the day of NAM, we didn't know we won, and it. it Get some really good reactions, that's for sure. Good, good. I was looking over the list of uh, winners there as well, too, and big-name companies uh, throughout all those categories. And then there's like, even artists as well, too. I saw Bruno Mars right. for a couple things like that, too. It's really cool. It's really cool to check that out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it was an amazing uh, piece of news at NAMM. That's very rewarding. And, and obviously, like I said at the beginning of the program here, too, I had the opportunity to interview Eric here on the show. And mm-hmm. I can see the passion he has in that. Like you say, it is his baby. It's like one of his children, you know, yes. and protects it, very protective. 
Um, but I love the fact how he's in in the trenches there, just like the rest of your guys. Uh, mm-hmm. When there's a question or a complaint or you know uh, uh, a re- uh, maybe a suggestion, a feature suggestion, he's always there. Um, it's really really cool. And I yeah. sent him a message on Facebook just the other day. I was uh, I'm trying to play techie here. And I'm thinking for some of these guys that um, guys and girls that are going to be using the HS, HXFX and maybe doing like a four cable method or things like that and don't want to run a bunch of cables. I work closely with the pedal snake team and I thought, OK, tell me about the voltage. So he's telling me all about the voltage to amp or whatever. I'd have to go back and look at the notes. But I thought I'm thinking in my head, OK, I want to be able to send voltage through the pedal snake and make a, one, a really nice system for these people that don't want to have four cables going to their, their rig or more. So um, I'm going to fire that data that he gave me off to my friend Jody at Pedal Snake and say, will this work? And then, you know, go crazy and make something, right? Fantastic. Yeah. Great idea. So yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So let's jump over the chat. We're going to say, so first of all, congrats, Eric, and, and everyone at Line 6 for the prestigious tech award. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Okay. So a bunch of people jumping in the chat. We've got Lyle Ketchum here, Jamie Trevino, who you probably know there through the through the groups. And he was helping me today, actually, with, with the system there. Um, actually, I got to show something. You you can probably see this barely, but I am I'm prouder than the pig in the mud right now. Um, J- thanks to Jamie. I'm gonna step on my contr- my Helix control, which is down below, and you can probably see back there uh, the lunchbox, the EVH lunchbox. It's got a blue light on it. I can actually switch my channels now from the Helix, and I am so happy with that. So I've got a three a three channel um, clean, dirty, and uh, lead patch I've wrote, and I really like it um, based on my 5150 kind of sound. And what I did today, which was beautiful, is um, I'm miking the 412, running through the lunchbox, and that's my direct amp. So kind of a Van Halen wet, dry, wet kind of sound. It's panned right up the center. And then my Helix runs into my mixer left and right with effects. And I can, when I switch to the lead channel, it actually switches my lunchbox back there too. So I'm just so happy, you know, and it's cool that you can do that. that that's great. And again, making Eric shed a tear because... That's a, that's that's a great example of the type of flexibility we, we really wanted the product to have. That's awesome. That's right. And that's another right. thing, I'll give another uh, feather in Eric's cap. He always says, like people say, well, you're just trying to sell um, modeling. and You want people to go away from tube amps and stuff. Like you guys all love tube amps and solid state amps and everything. You just want it. You want products to work how you want it to work. I mean, not, when I, I don't mean you. I mean us as the consumer. You want to make something for the consumer to be happy and adapt to their rigs. It's not just pushing one particular product. Absolutely correct. Awesome. So, Jamie, thank you for that today. I really appreciate that. Jack Shane Martin's jumping in. FNAF Gamers is here. Uh, uh, gear Nerd is here. It says new new gear to nerd out on. For sure, we always love to do that. Um, uh, Brock Davison was actually watching. I think he says he was watching Dexter and, and uh, 72 Telecaster jamming into his Helix. And we're a few of us were actually saying, yeah, we're jamming with the Helix uh, before going live. And I actually had to look at the clock and, and think, okay, I got to stop because I got a show to run here. Um, but it's it's fun. It's it's so addicting. It's so addicting. Um, that's great. If it makes you play more, that's all we could ever ask, right? Yeah. If it makes you just love playing more and play more of that, it's it, it, it's a win. You it know? is, and that's that's phenomenal. You know what really hooked me is when Eric, uh, or not sorry, uh, not Eric, uh, Nick uh, Nick Bell wrote that patch for Van Halen. It was uh, um, the the old Plexi patch. And once yeah. you put that one up, um, and, and I shared that as well with a bunch of my, my little people here, uh, the people that like the Van Halen sound, and um, man, oh man, the people are just going crazy over that. So that's been really inspiring too. Yeah. Uh, so Brock Davidson having fun in there as well uh, with the Helix. Uh, let me see here. A bunch of other people jumping in. Um, Carlos Santen is a fellow Canadian, says, hello, everyone. Um, he loves Line 6 products, just getting over a really terrible flu. Yeah, he had it bad. He was crippled for a couple of weeks. 
and a bunch of people I know too have been really sick, and I've been I've been avoiding it. Knock on wood. Uh, had a couple bugs for a couple days, but I usually don't stay down too long. Uh, Brock Davidson says, "Hey Frank, the man." Um, hey Brock. Let me see here. William S. May says, "Congratulations for the line six. Uh, awesome products and customer feedback. Cheers." Andrew Emery says, uh, "Hand sanitizer." Says Brian Wampler for sure. Probably lots of it. Yeah, hazmat yep. suits. Uh, can you tell how? Um, let me see here. Uh, Quentin James jumping in, and uh, we're we're gonna get Quentin James. We're gonna convert him. He's Quentin. I don't. I'm not saying anything bad about Quentin. I love Quentin, but he he hasn't embraced Helix yet. Okay, mm-hmm. he hasn't done it yet, and and I think there's a lot of people that have a fear of it. I did. I had a fear of it. I was such the anti-digital guy, would not do it for the life of me. And now I'm finding coming in here and a lot of my tube amps, I have to, you know, and, you know, scratchy pots and all that kind of stuff because I'm not using them as much. So, Quentin, we are going to get you hooked up or else at least check out the HX effects soon. You have to do it. Brock Davison says, hey, hey, Mike Francis is here. Thank you, Mike, for sharing some of the show information tonight. I appreciate that. Uh, Andrew Emery's here saying hi, Eric and chat. Aljon Go is here from Gibson. Says hey, everyone. Uh, nice to see you, buddy. I'm really glad you tuned in. Um, and Brock is saying, dang, 20, 25 years. That's about how long I've been playing guitar. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Andrew Emery says, looking forward to this. Uh, hey, Frank. Don Shepard, cheers all. Spanky McAllister saying hey to the game. Um, okay, and that's good. Uh, Quentin says he he's had a boatload of Line Six gear. Cool people. So yeah, he he's he's embraced the the brand for sure. And we've all grown up with it in some form or another. I didn't have a lot of the amps, but I had a lot of the, um, you know, the original pods and, and a yeah. couple of different things like that. I think all of us had it at one time. We might have traded in some pedals to see what it's all about and things like that. Still a very convenient tool. Um, uh, V V one something V one L child says looking great. Frank, sometimes some of the names are hard to say. Uh, Jean says looking forward to the demo. Uh, Jamie says, I watched a 40 minute video of a Kemper user running the HX into yeah. their, yeah, into the unit and stated he was going or he's putting his Drymon Big Sky up for sale as a result. Wow. I, I've seen several comments of people wanting to use and trying out putting HX effects to uh, run their Kempers. And I think, I think that's going to be a really uh, convenient uh, solution. Nice. Nice. Mm. Uh, Draw with Beaker says yellow. Uh, Brock Davidson, Frank has his own sound guy. Yes, he does. He's look how important you're your own sound guy today. Roadies. I, I'm actually sitting in at my buddy's studio here, Big Beaver Studio in New Hampshire. So that's my sound guy. He's my buddy. You, you know what it reminds <laughs> He's me of? He's getting paid nothing. <laughs> I love it. You remember, remember, do you ever see um, uh, Saturday Night Live when Eddie Van Halen was on the show and it was like dinner with the Van Halens? And it's like, let's pick up the phone, check, check, one, two. Okay, go for the phone. And, you know, that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch that. That was funny. Um, Mike Francis says, I ordered mine uh, six in the morning before it was announced. Love this thing, he says. Yeah, I saw a lot of people talking about placing orders right away. Oh, okay. Uh, he, uh, v, v, VI13 is, is Frank's sound guy, I guess. Yes, okay. he is. Yes, he is. Okay, there you go. And I, I know I'm not saying the, the numbers right. So I'm, I'll, just, I'll just call him. File th- Child, I think, is Okay, his, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> And you're doing you're doing a great job, and uh, thank you for uh, for assisting us tonight. It's greatly appreciated. You have a nice studio. Um, let me see here. Alan Johnson says, "I'll guess the guitar center peeps won't get a Christmas card from Line Six. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will when they, all the amount of sales they're going to do for, uh, for Line Six. I'm sure they'll get a Christmas card. It might it might just be uh, try not to do that again. Christmas card. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see here. Oh, our fir- uh, no problem. Our first podcast hosting. Uh, Brock says, I don't know if it's question time yet, but hey, it's always question time. 
but someone posted saying the HX effects unit tuner is a lot better than the Helix tuner. This means 2.4 has a tuner fix. Can you say, and I know Chad was so upset the other day on his forums there, you know, people are always bashing something, whatever. And see, I haven't encountered the bad tuner problem yet, but I mean, I'm using it in a pretty controlled environment. So I really don't care. I can't see any, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But do you, is there anything you want to address about that? Like is, is, tell us about what people are talking about. Sure. So when we uh, first released Helix, there were some complaints that the tuner was not sensitive enough, mm-hmm. and that was true. And I th- I'm not sure. I think it was 212 that a, f- uh, a later firmware release, we updated the tuner and added that second row um, of sensitivity. And in some cases, it can be overly sensitive and jumpy. And our team are looking at it. We And I've posted this uh, on Chad's page and on Gear page. Uh, we know um, it, it is a very accurate tuner, but the representation can be jumpy. And we know we've had uh, several customers send us videos and, um, and notes on it, and the team are looking at it. I'm fairly certain they will address it. That's cool. We've got, we've got some, really good, uh, some really good developers who kind of specialize in that type of stuff, so they're going to be looking at it. That's good. And I, and I, I, I like the fact that it is um, a priority. For people, but at the same time, now here, this is probably not going to be the answer a lot of people are going to like, but I mean, I think a lot of us, just like our favorite guitars, a lot of us tend to have our favorite tuners anyways, do we not? Right? You know, a rack tuner? That's that's actually one of the the things that that came into this whole thing was, you know, you can't be everything, you can't have everything perfect. No. And granted, we we believe the tuner is is very accurate. Mm -hmm. We just got to tweak the the display. But you're exactly right. Um, you know, we got to put our priorities in the right place, and making uh, the most people happy is, uh, you know, what we're trying to do. And using idea scale, using, um, you know, the Facebook group, gear page, we get, we get, have all this input, and we, it's very difficult to prioritize it. But this one's been creeping up, and it, it'll get in there. We're you just gotta have a little faith, have some faith, and we will, uh, we'll get it done. I believe it. I mean, there are some people that you see, you, we've all seen the pictures where they have a, a Helix and that is it on stage. So nothing yep. else. So the tuner is important to them. But a lot of us, Absolutely. and we're also seeing a lot of a Helix and a massive pedal board because people still right. like all these pedals. So you've got a Strobo tuner or a Boss or a Daddario or whatever kind of tuner, whatever you like, you've probably got your tuner. But, you know, I think the analogy that you've said is you can't be everything perfect. There's nobody that can do everything perfect. That's uh, right. You know, that's where some people so the, fail. The core of the product. And by the way, that's not to minimize it. We totally mm-hmm. know that there are customers who it's very important and we will get to it. Nice. It's just, I, I'm trying to explain why it's it's taking a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I understand that 100%. Um, uh, Richard Poole says, Frank is a Line 6 legend, always getting involved in the Helix group and happy to help out. Great show, by the way. Uh, thank you for, for both of us. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you very much. Sir. And and I see it as well, too. And I've watched and watched and read some of your other in- interviews you've done with people. And there's a really good one. And I, I would like to give credit where credit is due, but I forget where the, who interviewed you. I think it was a text interview. But um, you'd mentioned, like, you know, you, you read, like, the forums and all the Facebook things before you get, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. You're getting up in the morning. You're reading all this stuff. You're consuming it for the day. And I think that's kind of the way... Get, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the way you like to start your day where, okay, I can address some of these issues, I can put people's uh, minds at ease, now I can go to work and create, come back home, turn it off, you know, basically turn your mind off a little bit as much as you can, start the day the next day, address people's concerns, now go build, you know? Yes. Yeah, I like that. 
so it's it's kind of uh, it's core to our, our involvement on social media. It, it's not scripted. It's not um, you know it's not my job title. It's not in Eric's or Ben's or Dom's. Um, we actually are just very passionate. We are a team of people who are really passionate about this product, and so being out there is something we want to do. It's it, 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 um, I don't know how to describe it other than it's just it, it's something we are passionate so passionate about that it becomes part of your life when you're passionate about something um, it's part of what you do every day and social media is now part of what we all do every day uh, most people have a Facebook account and uh, Twitter or, uh, or read forums and check them every day just to see what's going on so it's not like I'm doing anything out of the ordinary it might seem superhuman that Frank is responding to a customer service issue at three in the morning or something, but I'm just checking my feed as on the treadmill or whatever. Yeah. And of course, that's why we're there. We're there to help. So if I see something, I'm going to act on it right away. And I actually think um, you'll see a lot more of this going going forward from other companies. It, it seems like a daunting task to go onto a, a Facebook group, for instance, with 12,000 plus members now, which is that in itself is incredible. Sure is. Hats off to Chad and the team. Yep. Um, and say, hey, friend me, and here's my contact details. If you need anything, let me know. But the reality is people won't typically do that unless they need something, they have a real problem. And if there's a real problem, I want to help. That's why we're there. And it's actually not been that, you know, uh, that difficult. I would say I get eight or 10, um, you know, requests a day of either just comments mm -hmm. or, hey, can you help me with this? Or I've got a ticket with, or I've got a problem, what should I do? And I just, you know, it's just part of my day to day. It's really not a, a big deal, but it's something I love to do. It's something the entire team loves to do. We love to make sure that we're in, we're in constant contact with our customers. I like that. And let's let's just say there's a few people that are that are new to the um, the Line Six brand. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. there's not too many, but I mean, there are people that you know they're just discovering. Especially right now, a lot of people are drawn in by these new things like the Helix, uh, the HXFX. You can get a lot of new people there as well too. But someone brand new out of the gate, they buy uh, a Line Six product. And they're having technical problems. What is their uh, flow of command of how they can get, whether they go on a forum, whatever? But what is the direct uh, link to you as far? Do they pick up the phone? Do they? Um, how do they? Are they a support ticket like you're mentioning? Yep. There, there's there are two ways to to get us. You can call us at our support phone number, and that's on our website. Mm -hmm. Or you can fill out a support ticket. And when you do that, it's basically ask you to describe the problem, and it goes into the queue, and we get back to you. We'll send you an email or in some cases call uh, a lot of customers are pretty amazed that our support reps will actually call them when you know they find something out or um, but we do and uh, that's the, those are the two formal ways to get in touch with us in fact if I if I interject in a, in a on a forum and say hey I'll, you know give me the ticket number or I'll say fill out a ticket I may follow it but it's just following the process mm -hmm. uh, I'm not doing anything different I'm just pushing it into the into the funnel of support. And we've got four really good guys on the, on the phones, very knowledgeable, and we've got a great repair team. So if there is a problem, we're turning um, repairs around very, very quickly. Helix, we, we know that um, there are players making a living with this device. And that we take that very seriously. So we want to make sure we, if you got a problem, we want to get you up and running as quickly as possible. And we do our level best to get that done. That's nice. And I'm assuming, too, most of the support guys are probably players themselves. They probably own the product, yep. so they know it. 
All of them. Yep. Nice. That's nice. So it's it's common. It's common knowledge. It's not like you're at a call center somewhere flipping pages. Okay, so you must open the Helix page fourteen. You know, and yeah, that's good. It, it, I think it's probably one of the good uh, one of the benefits of the job is whenever someone starts in the support team, I give them pretty much everything to to take home and mm-hmm. learn because they're on the phone answering questions. I want them to intimately know that device inside and out. And they're all players. So if you've got a Helix to take home, let me tell you, if you're a guitar player, you're going to learn it really quickly yeah. and, and start to understand it. So it's um, they are all very knowledgeable actually using the product. Good. Good to know. Um, back over to the chat, we've got uh, Eric Halbar joining in. Uh, Mike Francis says Eric is in the house. Thomas Santiago says, hi, Eric and Frank. Sorry I'm late. No problem, Thomas. You can always catch the replay. These are available for replay right after the show's over. Um, and for sure, uh, Brock Davidson says, don't forget the LT too, Frank. Mm-hmm. Yep, for nice. Uh, nice one for sure. And uh, Jamie the Lost says, what kind of lifespan are you folks shooting for Helix? That's a very good question. Uh, how how long do you think that will be around? So it depends. I mean, it depends on competition, depends on development. But Helix was um, built with a lot of forethought. And again, you know, Eric Klein's the, the, the father of this thing, and he's a, an amazingly smart guy. And he built in a lot of, uh, he built in a lot of room to grow in Helix. And in fact, I had a, a couple people at uh, NAM come up to me and, and mention that, um, well, if you put those 77 um, M-class effects in there, are you going to run out of room? <laughs> and we could do that many, many, many times. Eric was, uh, the planning on this product, the life cycle planning was phenomenal. And it's going to be our flagship for many, many more years. Fantastic. And some people may say, well, okay, so you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're making something that doesn't need to be replaced. I mean, not to not to name any other names, but, you know, some of these cell phone companies, you know, they're, they've been known to notoriously slow down phones and devices to make you buy another one. You guys are going to survive. I mean, you, people, uh, if you're not making a new Helix tomorrow, people get your, they, they buy the Helix, any of the line of it. They love it. Oh, I want one of your Variax guitars to complement it. Oh, I want the HX effect. So it's not like you've shot off a revenue stream by not bringing out another model of it. That, that's exactly right. In fact, by the way, HD500X, great device. Mm-hmm. Doesn't reach the same audience because of the UI, and the UI is really a real big differentiator there. But, of course, the, the Helix is going to be a, um, a device that guitar players will love for many, many, many years. True. And, we, you know, as you know, we continue to add to it and fun- both functionality and content in the form of you know effects and, uh, and AMP models. And for anyone that doesn't know, I mean, if they haven't been to Line6.com in a while, you know, they may have the stereotype in their mind thinking, okay, well, they make some cool effects for guitar, and I think they have some guitar amps. Go have a look at the products and see how many products you guys have. How many would you say, I know I'm not, I don't mean to put you on the spot, roughly how many products do you have available um, available for sale right now? So, um, That's a tough one, I know. I wasn't going to, didn't mean to throw uh, you for credit. Voltage requirements aside, so different SKUs for different mm-hmm. voltage, I would say 100. Wow. Because we have also a lot of accessories as well. Wireless. I'm counting those as well. But we have a pretty big portfolio of products. Some of them, by the way, uh, DL4, 20-year-old product, still still sells, still sells really well. In fact, if you, if you, you can pick it out because of the green. Yeah. Most shows I go to, I see at least one DL4 and a pedal board. So it's still just an, a kind of an iconic thing that's out there. But yeah, we have a lot of older products and, of course, all the new stuff. But we have a pretty good uh, suite. 
Yeah, there's a competition for everything. I mean, uh, wireless microphones, wireless guitar transmitters, yep. speakers for PA, mixers, uh, you know, phenomenal mixers. As a matter of fact, when when uh, Eric and Nick were on the show, they were using the, I'm not sure, the model, the gray one that you have. M20D. Yeah, okay, beautiful. Yep. Uh, so very, very cool. Um, nice stuff. So here, this is a, a funny, a funny one here. I want to, I want to make a joke with this one. Jared, uh, he says, yo, Frank, love my Helix. Any news on an EVH, uh, 5153 or EL 34? Um, and, uh, I, I think we, one of the, when that comes out, I think he has to get the credit for it. I'm, I love the EVH brand. It's my, I bleed EVH, uh, as far as my love for it, but I'm not overly lost with not having it. Cause I've got them here and I've got some amps like in there that I can kind of fake to war my son. No, he's more metal than I am. I'm just a rock guy, but, um, so obviously we just want to recognize that. But do you think down the road, there's going to be some EVH love in, in the Helix? Oh, I'm I'm fairly certain it's 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 on the list somewhere. Okay. I just don't know where it is on the list, but I guarantee you it's on the list. There you go. So Jared, you got it. You got it. That's nice because yeah, they are popular amps, and you're seeing the EVH line being used now from country to you know rock yep. to metal, you know all that kind of stuff everywhere in between. So so there you go, Jared. It'll be actually be good. it'll probably have the J J G initials in the firmware or something. <laughs> version version four or something. Um, <laughs> So Jamie was hearing me talk about the, the quarter inch out. So he runs that quarter inch out for his talk box. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yep. Nice to know. Yep. And I, that's nice to know too, because I thought I had to assign a certain path. It's just, you go run into it and then that quarter inch guitar through is just, it's just out. So very, very nice unprocessed sound. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Your, your guy there is saying uh, there's going to be a noise uh, in a minute or so is, uh, it may bleed sound like a garage door opener. <laughs> okay. Uh, Aljean says, congrats on the award for line six. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, that's that is awesome. That's prestigious for sure. Um, okay, I'm gonna one more comment here from Jamie, and I'm gonna go back to something else here for a second. We'll come back to the chat. He says uh, he's a rack guy and did away with his Voodoo Lab and Ground Control Pro because of the switching capabilities, uh, and also don't mention it as far as uh, helping me. So it is appreciated though for sure. Um, so let's let's go back over to one of the things I want to talk about is the the kind of the world of modeling that we live in today. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, and some of the other brands out there, Positive Grid has just come out with their uh, Bias Amp too. And I've been using the Positive Grid stuff. I like it a lot. And I'll, I'll admit that's one of the first things that got me into embracing the technology. Um, I love it to this day. I love uh, your products. Um, our friends over at Fractal, and as you were very cool and threw out a nice um, props to them the other day, they dropped the um, the XFX3. And I'm good mm-hmm. friends with Mark Day there as well too, so I get to see that come through my feed and things like that. So long story short, we're in a world that uh, it's just only going to get more popular. How do, how do you think we fit and how do you think the world is accepting modeling and is it a good time to be uh, a guitar player in this world? I actually think it's a great t- time to be a guitar player. In fact, maybe one of the best times because the leap from uh, in quality of model and and, uh, digital technology just in the last eight or ten years has uh, been significant Um, and I think you you can most uh, modelers nowadays uh, sound pretty darn good Um, there's obviously kind of classes of of sound pretty darn good but um, even the the lower end stuff is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I think the key here is UI, and that's what we're starting to see across the board. Is you know you had a whole bunch of players who kind of knew the magic of digital because they were techy enough to 
figure out the UI and figure out how to really squeeze the most out of them. Uh, now the UIs across the board are getting so easy to use. I kind of relate it to cell phones. You know, it's it's like smartphone. Um, you can do anything on a smartphone. It's all, You almost expect to be able to do anything on a smartphone. Uh, that's the way I see modelers going. I think there won't be many more giant leaps in modeling technology because I think it's so there now. It's mm-hmm. going to be incremental. However, functionality, usability, those will be the places where the focus will be. Uh, playback systems, things like that. But um, the beauty of uh, in, in our business is we love to innovate. And all of the companies in this space, uh, Fractal included, uh, Fractal for sure, uh, Kemper, Atomic, um, we're, we're all in a, in a kind of a, um, a market of 80% of our customers are still traditional amp and pedal board players. And that's really where the market is. And the conversion of digital is starting to happen now. And there's lots of room for innovation. There's lots of room for competition. In fact, competition drives innovation. Uh, we have huge respect for Fractal and all of our competition. And uh, we'd like to think they have respect for us as well. Uh, certainly, we learn from each other. Um, and we, as we move, as this market begins to grow and, and the, the digital part of this market, um, there'll be plenty for everybody. Uh, and I just see tons of innovation over the next few years. We're, we're starting to see it now. We're, you know, one, re- one product will release. A couple of years later, the next one releases twice as good. And then, you know, and it's not about the quality of the, the technology of the amp modeling. It's about how this uh, device can actually fit into your play, make you play more and be more creative. To us, that's the end goal. Yeah. We just want more great music and we're getting it. I got to tell you. I know you hear this a lot, and uh, not only uh, making a tool that's part of your life, but the, these things do become a part of a person's life. And uh, I, I know firsthand that a lot of people in the chat right now, and those names right there, uh, have the same feeling I have. They become a part of your life so much that you kind of go into an anxiety fit if someone was to say, I need to take your uh, helix away from you for a few days or, um, you know, whatever. You know, you can't use it anymore. And you you have, it's almost like when you watch your favorite show, like let's say it's Lost or something like that or Gilgan's Island or I don't know, whatever, and you're watching this whole thing and all of a sudden it's done. It's never going to come back on again. Your life now has changed. And <laughs> how am I going to go on? You know what I mean? It, it may be a fairly small thing, but it isn't. It really, it really isn't. When something's that much a part of your life and your creativity, um, you're right. It it becomes part of what you do every day. And we, again, we don't take that lightly. I, you know, from a support standpoint, it's one of the reasons we want to make sure we're over supporting. If anything, we want to make sure that people feel comfortable when they buy one of our products. That somebody's going to be there if something happens. Uh, somebody's going to be there, even if they just have a question. I like that. And that, that you know, part of that is the community. And I got to tell you, the Chad Boston's um, uh, Facebook group is stunning. Um, I don't know if you want me to talk about it now. but Please, go ahead. A, Please, that's perfect time. So at NAM, one of the events we had at NAM was um, uh, a customer appreciation reception. So after day one, from 7.30 to 9.30, we opened the booth up. And we opened it up to uh, Facebook um, members and to uh, Gear Page. We put one post there, and we had over a hundred people come, show up. Uh, we had, we had, of course, we had open bar for a little while. So <laughs> nice, that's good. That'll drive attendance, but sure. no one knew that. Um, we had uh, a little bit of food, and uh, another, again, another great 
you know, show of community. One of the members on the Facebook group is a gentleman by the name of Chad Husky, and he makes popcorn. Uh, Chad Husky's Carolina corn. Nice. And it is, I got to tell you, and I'm, this isn't a pitch. This is phenomenal flavored popcorn. Buffalo wings, dill pickle, just amazing stuff. And he sent three cases. So beyond what we had provided, there was this popcorn on all the tables and everywhere, and it was devoured. There was there was literally nothing left except what was on the floor, which was a significant amount. <laughs> sure. I got to tell you, the Marriott cleaning staff weren't real happy with me. It's like a movie but, theater. But but it's that community, right? Um, if you get a question, I guarantee if you post that question on that Facebook page, in five or ten minutes, you're going to have several answers and several people offering to help. And it's a, a such a powerful uh, thing. Our, our COO, Joe Betavenia, my boss, uh, kind of had an opening, like a keynote when we started, kicked off that, that customer event. And, you know, he, he talked a little bit about some interesting things that Helix does that no one knows about. Uh, but he ended it with um, a quote from Coretta Scott King, which is, uh, the, the measure of community is, uh, or community is measured by the compassion of its members. And that is so true. And to see what's happened over the last two and a half years with the Helix community has been nothing short of stunning for us. And we embrace it and we want to be a part of it and we want it to grow because um, who could ask for for better? You got a complex product and a group of people who love that product getting together and being creative, figuring different ways to use it, uh, answering questions. It's just, it's awesome. And we appreciate it. And I, I expect next year we'll have another customer appreciation event. We'll probably have to be bigger that's with right. more popcorn. That's more popcorn for sure. Um, and that's one of the things I sound like a stuck record when I talk about Chad's groups. Um, I, I think the, the way I found Chad was um, when your team had sent me the Helix, I knew it was coming. And I was like, okay, so I want, I'm, I like a lot of guys uh, and, and girls too. I'm not trying to uh, alienate uh, musicians. Um, but when they get the gear, it's coming, whether they order from Sweetwater or Guitar Center, wherever that's coming. So they go and start watching all the videos and consume as much uh, Line 6 knowledge as possible. And that's what I did. I'm consuming all these videos. And then I come across Chad's uh, uh, Friendly Gear Freaks page. Um, and then I come across his his Line 6 uh, Facebook group there. So, okay, of course I'm going to join those. And then I was met with open arms. I'm just as a stranger. They didn't know that I ran a show or anything like that. I'm just some guitar player guy with a mustache. And um, I jump in this group and, uh, hey, dude, how, how you doing? And the way I look at it, like I've left a lot of groups because some people can be just be so mean. You know, they ask a question, get out of here, newbie. It's like, oh, okay, sorry, I guess I'm not welcome. But the way I look at Chad's group, remember the days, you know, like uh, you and I are, you and I are uh, fairly close to the same age. Remember when we grown up with our hi-fi stereo systems, or maybe let's even go a little further now or newer, and a Blu-ray player or a stereo we're trying to hook up, and you got your buddy over. I can't figure this thing out. You, let me try the wires in the back. And it's a fun thing. It's a project you're working on together with your buddies. Mm-hmm. I find the same thing with his groups. It's like, okay, did you try this? Um, yeah, I tried that. Well, what if you tried this? And, oh, thanks, man. Like, I posted a question today. I had a bunch of people, like, commenting on it right away. And sometimes you're not even looking to see if you have a, a question. You're just looking to see what's there. And you learn from something from someone else asking. Absolutely. That's a great analogy, by the way. It is like that. It's like yeah. working on a car or something when yeah, you're, a kid that's good you're doing it with your buddies, right? It's just it's a, having a common interest and having that many people instantly available to, to, to talk to or to ask questions it's really a powerful thing, and it, it's it's awesome. 
Yeah, and you should. People should never feel um, intimidated to ask a question. There, there's no real dumb questions, and there's nope. probably some questions that have been asked 500 times, and for the most part, people aren't going to say, uh, "Go read the frequently asked questions." It's up there, whatever. They'll say, "You know what? Tell you what, it's posted here. You can search for it." But here's here's a quick Cole's notes answer for you. Here's what you need to do. Um, Chad's got helpful videos too that will summarize a lot of those things. I've seen your team, including yourself, popping in there saying, uh, "Do this, whatever." I've seen you guys address things where things were past warranty, and you you know. Um, not that you do it for every single person, but it's like, here, we're going to help you out. You know, it's just care is there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. We're proud to be a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, we go back just a moment ago, too, and we're talking about this this flood of modeling. Uh, not that it's a bad thing. And people might think, um, okay, well, guitar is going away. People are always saying that guitar is dying and, and we're all going to be strictly modeling. You you tell me. Now, I, I have a question for you later about what were some of your highlights uh, outside of Line 6 at NAMM. Did you get a chance to look at some other things? But without naming guitar manufacturers and amplifier manufacturers, I don't think we're in any shortage of guitar, real guitar amplifier or amplifiers and guitars being manufactured. So they're not going away. No. In fact, I, I think it's a bit of a, a myth, and I think it's more of a shift in how we consume music now than it is anything else. I think, you know, there used to be radio. I grew up listening to the three stations of my area that had, you know, rock, Aerosmith, Zeppelin. That was my thing back then. And that's how I consumed my music. Sure. Today, that's just not the case. So I, the, the pop music, I think, is what people are talking about when they say guitar is dead or whatever. But you can go to, uh, you know, Spotify. There's a million places to go get music, and there is great music out there. I mean, I love music. I've loved music all my life, and I never get bored with. There's something, there's something for everybody out there, and I think that perception that guitar is dead is really not. I, I actually don't think it's it's real. I think guitar is alive and probably uh, more healthy than it's ever been. It's just you got to go look for it uh, in a different way uh, these days. I agree. But it's there. I agree. And I think YouTube that we're on right now is a really nice platform as well, too. And, and I'm going to use my 11-year-old son as an example. I've discovered some music that I should have been aware of, and I feel bad, you know, um, that I, I didn't embrace it or accept it or even know about it. But, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, he's watching on YouTube is like, who's who's this person you're watching? And I watch him like, oh, this person's actually really good, um, you know, and bands that I would have never heard of and, and just right. all that kind of stuff. And then you're seeing some of, uh, you know, the heroes, you know, either using some of the Line 6 products and things like that. And you learn a little bit more about the product through these, you know, kind of influencers and things like that. It's, it's a really, really cool way. Sure, radio is not like we used to have it. I used to tape my band songs. Like, I mean, not my bands, but Van Halen would be on the radio. That'd be the way I'd get my songs. I would tape them to a cassette off the radio. And you would just hope the DJ wouldn't talk over the, you know, the intro or whatever, right? Uh, exactly. But yeah, it's changed totally. And the internet has been, it's been great for us. It's been, it has so many pluses and negatives. Like in, the internet is my livelihood. And I hate it at the same time because there's positive and negative. But it's just the way we have to adapt to the tools that are given to us these days and you can either complain about it to to your you know crying yourself to sleep on your pillow or you can really use it as near to your advantage like we're all trying to do here reaching out to customers reaching out to fans you know all that kind of stuff yep and i think with with the number of outlets to get music now it's 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 more of a a you go get it versus it's delivered to you Mm -hmm. There's just so much more to choose from, and there's some amazing stuff coming out that I I listen to it all the time. In fact, I would say my playlist at work are customers who post clips on the gear page and on Chad's group, 
and I could listen all day. We have some amazing musicians in just in these forums. And yeah. I mean, I go buy their stuff. You know, it's it's a different. It's just a different um, time and a different method, but it's still there. I firmly believe guitar is alive and kicking. I, I like that, the fact that you do that with, uh, for the sole fact that I can imagine being in the office and it's like, this is the sound of line six is what you're listening to, right? With not just the Helix, it could be whatever they're using, uh, but I mean the Helix or uh, Variax or whatever, the, it's one of your tools and this is the sound of Helix. Uh, country, massive source uh, of pride, line six. a massive source of pride for us. And yeah. in fact, be playing something and someone will come in and what's that? You know, and I was chatting with someone they sent me a, a track and I was playing it and a bunch of people came in and said, that is killer. And I, you know, I was telling them that and it, it, it's true. It's a, it's both a great source of music and a great source of pride for us. I like that. That's cool. So I mentioned about getting a chance to actually look at some other booths. Did you get a chance to, to walk the floor and you see anything that really caught your eye? Unfortunately, I got to see very little. Mm -hmm. I was um, I was only there two days this year. I'm usually there four. Okay. This year I was there just Thursday and Friday. Um, Thursday night we had the customer event, mm -hmm. and Friday night after the show we had um, Chad's uh, Helix dinner, which he had last year, and it was quadrupled in size That's this year, awesome. um, which is great. But uh, I, re I got to make one pass and I went to visit, you know, I've been in the industry a long time, so I knew a bunch of people. I went to visit, you know, the, the guys I haven't seen for a year. Sure. Um, but I really didn't get a chance to see much because I was super, super busy. Yeah. And even myself last year was my first year being there last year. And people asked me on either on, like, you know, text me and things like that. What did you see? Did you go see this? Whatever. And I said, I don't know. And I actually don't re didn't remember what I saw until I watched video footage back that I recorded because it's just like you know overload, you know. It is overload. Yeah, isn't it? It's, it's, it is. And I, you I, know, I got um, credentials for a bunch of folks from uh, the forums to come as our guests this year, mm -hmm. and many of them were first timers. And I, I love it when someone who's never been an M and is a real gear freak shows up because it is you know sensory overload. Mm -hmm. It's just so much stuff, but it is. You see them at the end of day one, and they're on top of the world. They're like, "This is unbelievable," and you know, by day four, they're they're usually dragging. But um, it's great to watch someone go through it for the first time. I wish I could have saw more. There were a couple things I definitely wanted to go see, and I just uh, ran out of time. I had tons of meetings, lots of customers uh, coming to visit me, and um, we had a lot going on. So unfortunately going to see too much no i i can appreciate that next year i'm looking forward to it with junior he's um him and i are very tight he's going to be probably a bigger part of the show than than um than you know well he's going to be a big part of the show is what i'm trying to say and he's he's like all excited about next year so we're going to be there next year we're going to try to allow ourselves a couple extra days so better part of a week so we can actually just relax take in a little bit of the i mean he's used to playing like, like grand theft auto and stuff like that so he, he knows almost los angeles mapped out through a video game so you know if he's ever lost he, he it's funny it's funny you say that. My friends, one of them was my audio engineer. Yeah. Uh, when they first came out several years ago, I, I brought them out to NAM. He said exactly the same thing. I was driving from uh, LAX up to Calabasas <laughs> area where, where the office is. He's like, I know all these freeways. Yep. <laughs> she's, she's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's right. I told, if he ever gets lost, he says, I'll meet you over by Flamingo or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so anyways, uh, but we're going to look it's forward to that. He'll be involved, though. That, that, that'll be uh, quite the experience for sure. And the, the nice thing is I'm looking forward to being behind the camera as opposed to being in front of it. 
Mm-hmm. This kid is really good. He's he's uh, going on 12, uh, but he's like a physical age, but he's going on a 20-year-old. And I'm going to have him in front of the camera. And he's a cute kid. He's gonna He knows guitar. He knows he's a multi-instrumentalist. Multi, multi so he can talk to these people. And I think it's going to be a nice, fresh look as opposed to just me out there all the time. And we're both looking forward to it greatly. So we'll be hanging out at Line 6 a lot for sure. I'll be looking forward to it, too. And by the way, I didn't get a chance to tell you early on, but I love your stuff. I watched bunch of your thank you. uh, shows you do really really good work I, and I, i'm honored that you had me on oh thank you i appreciate that a lot and trust me i've been waving the flag a lot for uh for line six it's uh it's one of those things where i don't use what i what i don't like i, I whatever i preach is what i use um right. like i told you i was playing the van halen backing track on my other computer running into the mixer like three minutes before going live and i was having so much fun and even just wearing my, the earbud I have on right now, that's what was my source of my headphones. It even switched to my good headphones. And it was just in the zone. It's making me enjoy guitar. So, um, it makes me smile. Yes. Yeah, and and thanks, to, thanks to Eric there for the, giving birth to this product. So it, it's awesome. Uh, let's go back to the chat for a quick second here as well, too. So Aljon says, very intuitive. Um, let me see here. Patrick Akish says, uh, I'm in. Line 6 is quality for all consumers, not just gear tweakers with fat, stacks of cash i agree um and eric harbour says uh to you frank he says uh great meeting you at nam great meeting you eric it was awesome thank yeah. you uh and aljon says i've been a line six user since the first flex tone i use a pod for i've used a pod for years uh doing product demos still love and use your products um that's a great testament as well too and he has the opportunity to play a lot of gear so thank you sir yeah uh mike francis frank is an awesome young man uh, Quentin James, I have several people that are uh, planning a Helix intervention. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get Quentin in a room. Uh, Quentin, we're gonna read a letter. So Quentin, this is how you upset me, you know. <laughs> Whatever. I just gotta get circle him. of chairs. Yeah, I'll get him to fly up here to Canada and hang out in here for a, a, two hours, and he'll be going home with the Helix. It'll probably be mine, and I'll have to get another one. But um, Aljon says thanks. Um, okay, this is a good question. FNF Gamer says all all we need to know is uh, when is Eddie gonna be on the show. We're working on it. And that one, um, and I, that's probably going to be another one of those ones, like when I had Billy Sheehan on. I messed up on time zones. Now, I know LA time zone is only three hours different, but with Billy Sheehan, he was overseas on tour, and I messed up the time zone, so I stayed up for 24 hours, so I didn't miss my, my uh, wake-up call. So, Because I'm bad for alarms. I'm either, I'll either beat the alarm or I miss it completely. And so yeah. I was like caffeinated out of my mind. Um, it, but all went pretty good. But uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll get Eddie on the show. That's going to be uh, a fun one. I've already sent off questions to the team, so it, it'll be fun. Uh, trying Great. to when you have Eddie Van Halen on the show, you don't want to ask. Do you remember when you played Eruption? You know, right? It's like no. Let's make it a little bit better. You know, and I'm trying to think outside the box a little bit. So that'll be fun. Mark Taylor is here saying hello. Uh, uh, love line six. Uh, Mark Norris is here as well too, saying yo, Eric. Um, let me see. This is from Jamie. The loss is. Uh, then I got. Uh, me too. Then I got it, and now I'm in the process of switching my tube amp out for the Seymour Duncan Power Stage 700. That thing looks really good. That's going to be a real nice asset to uh, uh, Helix users, isn't it? Absolutely. In fact, um, the one of the guys responsible for bringing that to market um, actually was our product v- vice president of products uh, for a while. So okay. there's a, a Line Six um, lineage there uh, with him, with uh, Max Gutnick, who was the chief. CRO or something at uh, Seymour Duncan, but uh, great product, excellent product. I've heard really, really great reviews too on it. Nice. Nice. Um, what do you What do you, what do you think, think is, is a, a kind of a common theme that people will hear? Like, will you hear? Let's say some of your team, people that 
you know, they have their mind set up against modeling stuff, whether it's your product or the competition or whatever. It's like, I don't want to go digital. I'm just going to be the tube guy forever. What can you say to the people that have formed their opinion up without actually at least trying it? <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, what I would say is if you haven't tried it in the last even five years, you got to try it. Um, the, the UI, I think, well, you know, the UI is intuitive and you don't have to really know this stuff to dial up a really good tone very quickly. And I think that's how most 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 folks who are, are making the conversion, that's it's the first hour or two they play with it where they say, wow, you know what? That's pretty good. And if I could do that in an hour, imagine if I own this thing, what I can do with it. And I, that that's really what I would say is if you haven't given it a shot in a while, try it again. And by the way, it does. it's not all or nothing. As you know, our, we preach this. Um, run it into your tube amp. Mm-hmm. You know, start that way, stay that way. But we find a lot of a lot of guys start out that way, and then say, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to take a feed to the front of house," and then they say, "You know what? That sound that sounded pretty darn good," and then they start saying, "And if I maybe if I can make this work, my rig gets much smaller, load in, load out's much easier, sound checks are a breeze." Uh, Richie Castellano is a, a, a friend and and a, one of our Helix artists. And I was talking to him at NAMM, and and I knew this. They toured uh, Europe last summer, and he brought his Helix. And he said he would go out there for sound check and plug in, and they'd say, is that it? And he'd say, yep. Is that good? And they'd say, yeah, you're good. Done. Off stage. Wow. And meanwhile, bands are you know, 20 minutes, half hour trying to get things dialed in. And he just absolutely loves it. And you know, he wasn't necessarily a modeler guy all his life either. So... Um, it kind of grows on you and you start to see what's possible and it's very efficient. He's a real champion for your brand and I subscribe to his YouTube channel and I I sadly did not know of him until probably I got into, into your products and I watch so much of his stuff. I watch his band geek uh, live broadcast and stuff like that, but I've learned a ton from him, um, from his videos. Very, very helpful. And I mean, he's not required to do these kind of things. I mean, it's nice when he does it, you know, being an artist and I mean, you know, it's nice when your artist give back that way but they're not necessarily contracted to do that and he does so much um and you can tell that he loves it it's almost like he wants to challenge himself i find yeah he's truly one of the one of chad's facebook group i mean he's passionate about this stuff he absolutely loves it and you it it comes across when you're talking to him it comes across in his videos he's one of the nicest guys in the world and i gotta tell you he is just it's genuine it's completely genuine he's just really into this stuff and he he loves the possibilities the, the creativity yeah and you nailed it when you said how people um you know how they change uh what you're using your rig today uh, like down the road okay i'm gonna use this now with my tube amp like just today after owning the the helix since like the early fall i'm like okay well now i want now that i learned i can run a direct out to my one of my tube amps I'm going to blend in kind of the Eddie Van Halen, you know, wet, dry, wet. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And here's how I'm going to take it a third step. So the the Helix has been probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me, number one, as a guitar player. But running the talk show where some people that don't watch religiously here on the on the channel, I'll do demos throughout the week, whether I'm, you know, new guitar or something or whatever. And the Helix is just so good for me to plug into my mixer, USB mixer, and out to YouTube. And my sound is beautiful. Couldn't ask for better. Um like I did a, a, a demo on a guitar the other like a week, few weeks back or a month ago, totally unorthodox for me. It was my boy's guitar. It was Eastwood Airline, you know, um, an old vintage retro looking guitar. 
And here I am doing like Van Halen kind of stuff on it. And people are like, that guitar shouldn't sound like that. And it wasn't about me as a guitar player, as talent. It was just the, the sound. And mm-hmm. they're like, whoa. And that's where the Helix came in. Now, let's, we've talked about how I've adapted it today with a tube amp. My next level, which is a third way, is when the HX effects is here. I want to go back to the 100-watt head that's behind me. That's one of my favorites. And I'm going to use no effects other than the HX effects. And I'm going to run some effects to the front of it. I'm going to run some through the back. Still yep. mic it because I'm, I have two mics back there. And I'm going to use that as a, a, B, and C kind of rigs here in the studio. And I'm really looking forward to uh, embracing that, too. I can't wait to hear you do it because yeah. that's awesome. Looking forward to it. It's going to be nice. And I'm, I'm, the reverbs are going to be beautiful. Uh, the delays, like I'm a big delay guy. I've always been a guy where if uh, you know, they say, okay, you can only take one effect with you and the HX effects doesn't count because it's everything in one. So we can't say right. that. But um, you know, a delay pedal, if I had to take a, de- a delay pedal, that's what would be my go-to thing. So I'm anxious to try the delays that are in there. And there's so many, as you've mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. And we got a new one coming uh, with 2.5 as well. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. So I finally have your guy's name right, Vilechild. Vilechild, he, he yes. Put, he put it in the chat. Thank you. I'm like, it's like me right trying to read a personalized license plate. V76, you know, it's like, no, just forget it, Eric. Just stop. <laughs> um, uh, Choo Choo, I think, am I saying that right? I'm probably not. It says, I embraced the M13 when it came out, and it was the, the best thing ever for a church guitar player. Um yeah, I see a lot of worship stuff, right? I see that a lot. I've uh, I didn't yeah. really know the term worship players, or whatever, until I seen all these people in church using it. Couldn't be better uh, tool for that. Um, there, there's a, there's a Helix worship uh, Facebook group as well. It's, okay, I believe it's approaching three thousand members. Um, the beauty, I think, one of the requirements for church music oftentimes is quiet stage. Yes, and I think that the 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 functionality, the flexibility of Helix is really great in that environment where you can. You know, be just Helix going out to the PA and maybe in ears or a small monitor. But I think um, I think part of the reason it is so well adopted, and it is uh, very much adopted in the praise and worship space, is is exactly that. I think they're on the kind of the cutting edge of going digital for good reasons. They don't want that loud yeah. in your face. Um, I think so. we could learn a lot from from those guys and girls for sure. Go watch some of the things that they're doing, and mm-hmm. uh, just because we're in rock bands and things like that doesn't mean that we can't uh, take away something from those guys. Sure, there's lots to learn about the way they route things and the way uh, a church stage is run. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I, I have to apologize. I don't know this one particular YouTube channel, but it is a worship YouTube channel. You may know it. It's one of the you know the household names and worship channels. I just don't know the name, but they, you know I've watched some of their videos, and they've got patches you can buy through their websites and stuff like that as well too. Some with mm-hmm. IR, some just custom patches. So that's good for the worship people if you're into that, and uh, you know you get yourself a, a Helix. Go check out these guys, and you can you know purchase, and you can have everything that you need to start at least, and then tweak to your own after the fact. But very yep. very cool. I, I love that. Good to hear there. Um, let me see. So Alex Guitar says, "Hey Frank, uh, people love the reverbs." Uh, my demo uh, blew up. Now, I'm not sure if I saw one. Do you know which one he's referring to there? Uh, who, who is the... Who Al- is the... Alex Guitars? Yes, and his demo did blow up. Oh, cool. And, yeah, I think... I I know when they get out there uh, en masse next week, mm-hmm. um, I, I think we're going to get really good feedback. Uh, I'm sure there's more that people want, and we know there's more, and there's more on the list. But I think the guys did a hell of a job with these uh, these five brand new ones. Nice. 
Alex, if you can, if you're still listening, um, send me a link to that one. If I, I may have seen it. I don't know if I have. I've seen so much recently. Um, just go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TV, and send me a message me through there. I'd love to see your video, and I'd be happy to share that as well, too. Um, Alex is a beta tester for us okay. as well. So he, he had early uh, – in fact, Alex is one of the guys I want to make sure was happy with our reverbs. Good, good. Yep. Um, and I know I'm happy with the reverbs. Being a Van Halen uh, fan, obviously, even though Eddie Van Halen wasn't necessarily a fan of the reverbs for, that made his sound so, uh, you know, huge in the first couple records, you know, the plate, that's what we all go for. We're going back to chase that old brown sound, you know, Van Halen, the first album and Van Halen 2 and things like that. Super, super wet. And your reverbs do that in, in, like in spades. Yeah, you can have hang time for, you know, you can almost hit a note, go uh, make some supper and come back and the reverb is still, you know, dissipating. Love it. Um, oh, Jared is saying, Jared Grumlet saying a tuner works fine for him. So there you go. That's good. You're on the tuner. Uh, Valchot says, I'm humbled by the uh, present company. We appreciate this opportunity to host our good friend. Frank has been doing so much legwork over the years. Uh, it makes my head spin. I, I, I can imagine. Um, and he says, your schedule would crush most mortal men. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Oh, I, I, I can. I've just lived through you through Facebook a little bit, and I, and I, and you still manage to, you know, spend time at home, which is uh, very commendable. Um, Aljon says, "Good stuff." My hats off to your team. I, I guess I can second that a hundred percent. Thank you, sir. Um, Brock Davidson says, "Sorry if I put you on the spot about the tuner, Frank. I actually don't uh, really have problems with it either. Just been since I've had a Helix since July of 2016. And you're going to find that you're going to find some people that do, some people that don't, and it's it's something in the works. So that's good." Um, so Mike Francis says, Frank is idea scale line six page. I wasn't sure. So I'm going to read this again. Ideas, idea scale line six page. I wasn't sure if so awesome. I'm maybe reading that wrong. I'm sorry. It's, it sounds like I'm talking in code. Uh, idea scale is awesome. It's yeah. A, it's an awesome tool for us. Yeah. And I didn't know about that until Jamie Gervino had told me about it. Cause I come into the, the, you know, the, the Helix side of things late late to the party and he told me about this idea scale i think he had asked me the question when uh, eric and nick were on the show and uh, we talked about idea scale so that's kind of uh you know uh you know i watch well, idea scale of where things come to life uh, suggestions feedback or, you know that kind of stuff so really cool it's basically a voting system uh, for us and it works really it's not actually it's not a voting system it's not even a priority prioritization um it, what we were what we're trying to do is most of the things that are in helix we've thought of or someone on the team has, has suggested what we want to do is then kind of take that and mix it with what we're real time feedback from people. And that it's great for that because the voting system within IdeaScale lets us see right, things float right to the top that are really important to people. And oftentimes it's validation or invalidation of what we're thinking anyway. Right. And it just really helps the development process. It, it helps us um, know that we're doing the you know, focusing in the right places. I like that. I like that. And being that I don't have an account, yeah, I have I have an account obviously uh, through Line Six, like you know, through the custom tone and all that kind of stuff. I don't think I have any credentials to log into IdeaScale, but I'm just going to have some fun because I got you on the show, and I told you I'd ask you this anyways. But people might get a kick out of this if I can offer a product suggestion, and you can just throw it out the throw it out the door, whatever. But um, a future a Variax guitar. Can we have one with a Floyd Rose, maybe? Well, we've got the '89 Floyd Rose. Okay, '89 F. Okay. Um, but but Variax guitars, so I want, uh, Variax has been around for a while, mm -hmm. but Variax is a cornerstone 
to our company. Um, guitar modeling is just as important to us as amplifier and effect modeling. So there's stuff going on, I'm sure. Everyone can assume that. But we've got some really cool things coming out. I, I forgot to mention, one of the things we, sh we showed at NAMM was a center display in our booth of, I believe it was eight or ten shuriken variaxes. Um, this is Stevic McKay from 12 Foot Ninja's design. And we had them, uh, they currently are only in matte black. And we had them in a bunch of really cool colors. And we asked people to vote on them. Now, those are not products yet. But we're going to take a look at who, what guitars get voted up, which colors, and we will likely make some of them, or maybe not. But okay. um, the the whole idea of guitar uh, guitar modeling is starting to catch on much uh, quicker than it has over the year, the the, the the last few years. So I think you're going to see a lot more happening there. It's really uh, when it comes to a tool for a job, a Variax guitar and a Helix. That combination is amazingly powerful, and people who uh, who have them and uh, gig with them and, and make a living with them will tell you that uh, Richie Castellano is one of them. Mm -hmm. It just the the power of being able to change tunings and all with one button on your Helix is is pretty incredible. And I I see that really moving forward over the next several years. That integration and, and uh, just more wide acceptance of guitar modeling. I like that. And see, I, I've only used one Variax once in my life. And this was actually your very first one you ever released. This mm -hmm. goes back some time. Now, I used it in 2005 on a record. When did the first Variax come out? Oh, that's that's a great question. I, I actually can't answer, can't okay. answer that. That's it okay. was uh, the 300, I think. Okay. Um, it was early 2000s anyway. Yep. So it was, it's, they've been out for a while. But of course, the technology's changed. The mm -hmm. new Variax, uh, the current Variax is not the same as the, the prior generation. Yeah. But um, uh, it's been out for a long time. I remember using I it. The engineer wanted me to get um, a 12-string Rickenbacker kind of sound. And yep. it's this one clean passage, and it, it nailed it. Uh, it's very, very cool. So it's on my record. And this was, I, like, it must have been, like, the 300 series, whatever. It was, like, black, like, kind of a dual cutaway. Um, you know, very kind of uh, retro-looking. I'd have to look it yep. up again. But, yeah, that's I used it, and I really enjoyed it. And today, learning how using, like, the command center and the and the, the software program, I noticed how, like, not that I have a need for it now because I don't have a Variax, but, you know, when you're assigning different control things, if I want to, like, channel switch, I could actually assign that to a button on the Variax. It's yep. amazing what you can do. You know? Oh, the, the the power is just incredible when you get them together and you start playing with it. Yeah. So I'll have to get you one. Okay. Um, I think, <laughs> you know, it's not, you're not limited, people, uh, us, aren't limited to um, uh, what the technology can do. I think it's limited to what your imagination can do. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. And th by the way, that's the, the definition of successful technology is yes. the technology is out of the way and it's now your brain and your creativity just creating incredible music yeah and that, that's we can't ask for anything more than that where do you want to go today right yep. yeah awesome well listen we're going to wrap up with it's a couple last questions over in the chat and i'm going to let you fly um so and uh antonio gonzalez says uh, hola frank and eric greetings from vancouver uh, british columbia nice to have another canadian loving my helix rack having lots of fun since the very first day isn't it nice when you hear things like that you have no idea it's i know awesome. i know Especially you guys, because it's, it's your company. Hey, your good friend and my good friend, Rich Antonelli, says, just popping in quickly to see my friends. Uh, looking good, Eric and Frank. Hope you're feeling better. 
Rich is a great guy. He is. So I got, I got to see him at NAM too. I saw the pictures. That was great. He got, yeah. he got to meet everybody there. And we, him and I have been trying to get a schedule where I can get him on the show. We're, we just want to hang and have some fun. And um, he was. Oh, he'll be a great guest. He will, for no sure. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. And he, he was getting his roof done for a while there. So you yeah. know, we couldn't have like the knocking and banging and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Jamie says he flies out sometimes. Uh, can I use the Service Plus program to backline my rig after. Uh, rather than taking one of my Helix units, or is that strictly for repair required situations? No, it's it's strictly for repair. So uh, what he's mentioning is we basically have a U.S. only because that's uh, the the region we actually support directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sell a product called um, uh, actually I don't remember the name Support Plus, and I think it's forty nine dollars forty nine ninety nine. And if you have to send your Helix in for repair, we'll send you an advance loaner overnight. Nice. Then you send yours in, and when it's done, when you get it back, you send back the the, the loaner, and we it's all paid. It's it's basically insurance, um, but that is for repairs. It's not, yeah. you know, for a gig situation. Yeah, but something we can think about. Yeah, for sure. Nice, maybe a premium service. And the, mm-hmm. the cool thing about that is people might think, okay, well, that's nice. I get another Helix, but now I got to set it all up. You just back everything up to your computer, your laptop, whatever flash drive, boom, pop it on, and it's your Helix again. We do it all the time. In fact, I, you know, I, I will, in some instances when a customer is like, I got a gig, you know, Friday and it's Wednesday and they don't have that. I've, you know, if I've got a loaner available, I'll help them out if I can. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly right. They can get the loaner in literally in 10 minutes, be right back to where they were and go off and, go off and play the gig. Like it's, it never happened. That's one of the really cool parts of this is that, you know, you can store your presets and, Heck, if there's a venue that has a Helix on stage, you don't have to bring yours. You can go load it up, and yeah. you're good to go. I love that. It's fantastic. Here's here's a comment from Brock Davison. I saw this exact thing. It's about Eric Klein, um, and I love the way Eric phrased this. He says, Eric Klein mentioned the other day in the group, uh, why make a Helix 2 or a 3 when you can just upgrade the firmware and make it a Helix 2 or 3? And I love I love that fact that that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technology's Absolutely. there. Yeah. yeah, just got to load the software. Uh, Mark Brooks, this is another nice testament. Says rearranging my board tonight because my HX effects gets here tomorrow. You gotta, you gotta love Thank these you. Christmas Eve stories, don't you? <laughs> I love it. It's coming yeah. tomorrow. Can't wait to hear about it. Too. I know, I know. Um, let me see here. I'm gonna, I'm just going towards the bottom. Oh, I, I saw Chad's jumping in as well here too. And uh, let me see here. Let's try to wrap up here in a moment. Um, I want to get to Chad's question for sure. I definitely don't want to uh, miss his. Uh, sorry, so let's scroll down a little bit more here. Mike Francis, that's why some of us are so passionate about the product. I'm glad to be a small part of it. Love the company. Um, Brock Davidson says, for anyone wanting in the best Helix group on Facebook, put in Facebook search Line 6 Helix family of products user group original. Yeah, you, I think it's one of the first things you're going to see. You type in Line 6 Helix. I, I don't think you can avoid it. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Eric Harbar is putting a thumbs up, basically pointing to that comment. So he's, uh, you know, definitely mentioning that. David Ennis is here saying, hey, Eric and Eric Jr. and Poison Ivy, hope uh, you're all good. Um, and Aljon Go just joined. So he's a new member to the group. That's good. To, he, and he'll be a good guy to have in the group as well, too, when it comes to guitar. Uh, deeply rooted in it for his job. And uh, Mike Francis said, I want to go uh, so bad, hopefully summer NAM. And uh, let me see here. Valchild says, yes, great show. Mike Francis, uh, Frank is like our dad from Helix. Uh, just kidding. I'm his age. <laughs> like it. Um, Al John says, great show. Quentin James says, huh. Mike Michaels, did Frank say what, uh, uh, why he was in New Hampshire? 
Uh, so, yeah, I actually grew up here. Uh, early in the show, we were talking about uh, where I came from. I, I grew up in the in the Boston area in the Northeast my entire life. I traveled a lot for work when I worked for Avid and DigiDesign. Um, but I, I was always based here, and my, my family's here, my grandkids are here. And so, and my grandkids are great. I got a three-year-old granddaughter, Lily, and a 10-year-old grandson, Cameron, and I can't get enough of them. So nice. that's why I'm here. Great. Beautiful. Uh, here's a question from Quentin James, um, the soon-to-be new Helix owner. It uh, says, uh, can Frank tell the story of how Line 6 got its name? Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, prior to becoming Line 6, uh, the company was founded by Marcus Rao, Michelle Dodique, and Susan Wolf. The three of them founded the company. But prior to doing what we do today, they were an audio engineering consulting firm. So they would do software and firmware development and hardware stuff for other companies. And on the side, they were thinking about creating this new company because they had these ideas for, you know, modeling amplifiers and uh, technology uh, guitar products. And so part-time, they would be working on their stuff. And, of course, you're playing guitar, so it's loud and, you know, you're working, you're, you're building an amplifier and someone's playing it, you're going to hear it. So what they would do is when someone would come in the building, one of the clients, they would make an, a PA announcement that, you know, somebody's got a phone call on line six. There were only five phone lines. The sixth line didn't exist, and that was code for put the stuff away and shut that, turn down the amps. And, you know, it stuck. And I, I tell that to a lot of folks, and uh, it's kind of a funny story of how we got the name because, yeah, I mean. We need a line six. Call in line six, which really means hide the amplifier, or at least turn it way down. That is awesome. Wicked. <laughs> Here, here's, a, here's a comment, which is going to lead me to ask you a question about Eddie Van Halen. So Bobby Lopez says, did I just hear Eddie is coming on the show? Just got here. Not confirmed yet. Working on it like a madman. Uh, like I say, questions are all done. There's about 25 questions that are sent off to him. I'll let him pick and choose which ones, and then we'll, we'll I'm probably only going to have them for a short time. It won't be a long one. Um, but question for that on the, on the tour, you may, may not know this answer. Maybe you do. Um, on their last tour, a lot of times warming up backstage, obviously Eddie had some of his 5150s combos and things like that too, but there's been several scenes where we've seen Wolfgang and and Eddie jamming on a line six amp. Do you, did you see some of those? Did your team get involved with that or did you know anything much about it? I did not, but I know Eddie, uh, years ago before I was with the company was working with us a little bit. So I know he's, he knows about our products and he's used our products cool many several times in the past so i it doesn't surprise me at all i don't know about it but it does not surprise me at yeah all. i'll dig the pictures up i'll send to you you'll probably like to see it they're, they're sitting there side by side and uh obviously probably just probably to enjoy the effects you know and things like that as well too but i'll find a picture i'll send it to you it shouldn't, take, it shouldn't take much to find it uh chad boston says hey frank and eric and and, he, and a huge thank you to chad uh, chad thank you so much for everything you do i believe it's his and his wife's anniversary today uh, yeah, 16 years. 16 years. So congratulations, okay. Chad. That's awesome. Uh, more power to you. And uh, obviously, he has a good lady at home, um, you know, letting him do, and I don't want to use the word letting, encouraging him to do uh, what he does. And uh, it's support at home, um, as you as you know what that's like. Um, it, it means everything. Support at work, support at home, support, you know, from the community. So congrats, Chad. And uh, I hope you have a great anniversary. Um, from a question from Jared, is Line Six going to make a dedicated FRFR cab? I can't discuss. Yep. Okay. No problem. Yep. No problem. Uh, David Ennis, hey Mark Taylor, Brock Davison. I use the Line Six M13 pedal on my blues album Outtakes from Soul. 
uh, from the soul uh, it, that even made it to number 15 on the billboard chart last year for one week. I'm excited to get the legacy models again for Helix. Wicked. Excellent. And I think Chad was saying he can't wait to hear the next album. I think I read that comment somewhere. And this is cool. Brian uh, Schmalls, I think it is, says so many folks here from the Facebook group. Uh, nice to see names I know. That's, and I'm really happy to see the people joining from the Facebook group as well, too, because um, a lot of them aren't necessarily fans of, of the show here. So if I can keep some of you people here, that'd be awesome. Love to have you as subscribers. And, Everybody uh, sub. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, lots of line six love here on the channel for sure. Trust me. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to balance it, but it's when I love it as much as I do now, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fight to, <laughs> to keep it in control. Well, that's um, great. It's genuine. So that's all good. Yeah. Anytime I, I grab a new guitar for demo, that's the first thing to, to choose. So, and of course I'll hear it through the 5150 right after, because I, I like to say, okay, here's, here's uh, modeled. Now here's tube. And they, yep. they like them both. They don't say one's better than the other. They like them both. Uh, let me see here. Um, uh, so his, uh, Brian is asking if he's, uh, if uh, Brock is on Spotify and things like that as well, too. I think that's just, but I'm just gonna see if there's anything else. Uh, here's another question uh, for a comment from someone I haven't addressed tonight. Uh, Chappie Wolf says, Line 6 always eager to uh, engage with their customers. As I said on Facebook, it is obvious that they pour their hearts and souls into what they do. First class company, first class people, first class support. Wicked. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's very nice. Humbled. Um, positive comments on the reverbs, um, uh, from Chad Boston. Uh, let me see here. Um, what else did I miss here? Um, okay. Brian Schmalls next week. That's talking about the firmware next week. And, um, you know, it was really funny too. I was one of those guys that I almost broke my F5 key on my keyboard refreshing to see if it, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just being stupid. I have to carry on with it my just for, for all the Facebookers out there this morning, I got an email that looked like we were ready to rock and roll this afternoon. And I changed my soon to very soon in all caps. <laughs> and Brock Davidson rightfully said, I, I, I've deduced that that's a three-hour window between noon and three. Yeah. <laughs> Something to that effect. <laughs> and unfortunately, very shortly thereafter, I got an email saying that we found a couple that we don't want to let go and we're not going to let anything go. It's got to go right. Yep. So as much as it's disappointing – uh, at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do for the product. It's the right thing to do for you guys, our customers. So I agree. when it goes out, we want it to be right, and it will be. You know what? I, I get a kick out of watching you do it because you're you're just as excited as we are. Oh, yeah. You're like the kid in the candy store. It's like, I'm going to give it to you guys, and you're happy to do it. But at the same time— We can't wait to get this thing out. I know. We, we can't wait to get any of our releases out. The whole company is just like waiting to see what the reaction is because we really do care. We want to make sure we want people to love it. Of course. Of course. Um, one comment here, um, Marshall, Marshall MG man says, I, um, I think it's really amazing how much line six has done in the last five years, blown up with the helix and other insanely good effects processors. They had kind of a harsh name for a bit because of the spider. Now I didn't get into the spider series. Was that something that was kind of something thrown towards the wall and didn't stick as well? So spider, the, the whole spider amplifier series was really, um, you know, we had everything from beginner amps, you know, practice amps, all the way up to really nice, rather expensive amps. We made uh, over a million uh, Spider amplifiers and sold. It's, it's significantly more than that now, to be honest. I don't know the, the actual number. But I think um, we kind of got kind of a, a consumer vibe from that when a $99 amplifier where we were selling Vetas and, you know, really high-end stuff. I, I just... I, 
I don't think it was we deserved the reputation, but we certainly did have that. Mm-hmm. And one thing we were really conscious of when we rolled out Helix was to make sure people understood this is pro gear and we are 100% behind it. We're going to support it like nothing else. And we want to make sure that came through. And I think it did. We still sell lots of amplifiers. And the Spider series, the Spider 5 series is a great product. And they're out now, and again, everything from a 30-watt all the way up to a, a, a 240-watt. And great products, a little bit of a different market, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but still great products. So I understand uh, that comment, and, and you know, yep. it, we're, we're working on it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Don Shepard says, might have to go from the Boss GT100 and give uh, Helix a go. Great show, guys. Thank you. Um, here's a technical question uh, from Alverpaz. Uh, will it be possible to update the Variax firmware through the Helix directly? Uh, I actually can't answer that. Okay, no problem. I know if I know our team, mm-hmm. I'm sure if it isn't today, it will be at some point. But okay, okay. Uh, I actually just don't know. That's best. I, I love that approach. Same as me here. And if someone asks me a question, does, does the Van Halen guitar do this? Whatever. If I don't know, I'm not going to say it because you just you look you look foolish if you don't have the right answer and, and you know uh, fly off the cuff. Um, so Mike Francis says, awesome show guys. Thanks, Frank. Feel better. Thanks, Eric. Tell your family. Hey, Aljon, uh, loves the story of the company name. I love that too. That's very, very cool. Quentin James says, uh, Frank and Eric, great show. Happy anniversary to Chad from Aljon. Mac Tech is my brother. Uh, awesome to see you here. It's great to see you guys tuning in. Um, I said I'm one of the last shows, one of the first chords to any song I ever learned on guitar was from my brother. So very cool. House of the Rising Sun, by the way. That's awesome. the first song, song I learned. Still a great song. Uh, Mike Michael says, yes, everyone, please subscribe so you don't miss the Eddie interview for sure. And there's, there'll be some other good ones as well, too. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do after Eddie. I might have to take a year break or something. Uh, Jamie the Law says, Frank equals Willy Wonka in the, in the candy factory. <laughs> and uh, Vile Child says, you ain't kidding. Uh, Dennis uh, David Ennis says, Eric and Frank, thanks for the show. Uh, Brock Davison, he's about to finish uh, his Dexter episode before he goes to bed. Thanks for this feed and seeing you both and everyone else. Thank you, Brock. That means a lot. Marshall uh, MG Man says, I, I agree. Didn't deserve the reputation. I think people just had a really bad outlook towards Brock. Listen, that pretty much concludes uh, the program for the evening. I'm really excited. I told you this was going to be a nice, relaxed, no pressure. Um, I hope you had some fun with this, and I really you appreciate it. You delivered, man. It was really enjoyable, fun, and I'm happy to do it anytime. Awesome. Uh, just great stuff. Awesome. Well, watch here on the channel in the coming uh, probably a couple weeks. I'll have the HX effects coming in shortly. And what I'm going to do with that, Frank, and uh, tell me what you think of this. I've been doing this a lot lately. Um, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, when you go into the live show, it's uh, hit or miss, and I could fall flat on my face. But I've been doing a lot of live demos the first time learning the product. Because mm-hmm. there, I've seen some demos out there where you, you know you know what you can do when you're when you're producing things. You can make it everything sound perfect. You know, oh, I did a bad passage. I'm going to redo it again. I'm not I'm not ashamed to make a horrible a guitar passage or you know fall flat on my face or whoops I did not do that right in the unit. But we're learning together and people really like that. So that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to take it out of the box. I'm going to tell people, okay, it's here. I'm going to go live at six or whatever it may be. And I'm going to, I'll, it'll be a rough one for the first one. And then I'm going to do a produced demo after the fact. But you're going to see me open this box up, plug it in out of the box as soon as it's warm enough and use it. And we're going to learn together and we'll have some fun with it for sure. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think, that, I, I think it, it will convey uh, actually some of the beautiful parts of this uh, beautiful things about this product, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the ease of use. So yep. that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun for sure. 
uh, Bobby Clipper saying, nice show, Eric and Frank. Um, so listen, down in the, in the description down below, there's, like I said, three or four videos. If you're considering getting the HX, H, excuse me, HX effects, there's some really helpful videos that Eric and the team have produced, uh, Eric Klein. Uh, they're direct from Line 6 support. There's also a link where you can actually purchase the HX effects. Uh, so check that out as well, too. And uh, $5.99 US, I believe, and free shipping. Um, yep. So have a look down below. Get that as well. Um, thank you so much for the people that tune in tonight that aren't regular watchers of the show. And I, a lot of that has to do with you, Frank. So thank you for sending some great people here. Um, I want to convey everyone else, like everyone was saying here, get well soon. I know you will. You just need a couple of days Thanks. to recoup and just decompress a little bit. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll be fine. You will. One day of uh, just kicking back and I'll be fine. And we got Super Bowl Sunday. So. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> Tomorrow night, I encourage everyone. Uh, this is a busy week this week. Uh, tomorrow night, I encourage everyone to come back again. Same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've got Guitar Shredder Blue Saraceno on the show. And then Saturday is going to be an irregular time because of Super Bowl on Sunday. I was going to do this Sunday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've got Jim Reed from Stuart Travel Guitars on the show. And uh, we're going to have some fun with that as well, too. So people going to NAMS and all these other places like this, flying for work, things like that, traveling. This guitar is very, very cool. I ran that through the Helix the other night, and people are like, whoa, they're liking it. So it'd be a lot of fun. I'm going to say goodbye to you off the air, so hang on for about two seconds. Everyone, mm-hmm. thank you so very, very much. It's nice meeting some new people here tonight, and uh, uh, stop on by the Facebook page as well, too, facebook.com slash TV and say hi to me. I tr- Just like Frank, I try to interact with people all day long when I can, um, and I'll, I'll try to get back to you right away, so it's uh, I'd love to see you over there. Thank you so very much. I'm going to turn it over to the outro credits here. Uh, the little man's going to tell us his name, what he's playing, and we will see you guys all, some of you, maybe tomorrow night. I really appreciate it. Go check out the HX effects and everything from Line 6 at line6.com. See you real Thank soon. You are. Thanks, right. guys. See you soon. Hey, EVH Gear TV and Eddie Van Halen fans. If you are like me, you find the time to read books difficult. Why not have it read to you? Grab one of three critically acclaimed Van Halen audiobooks like Van Halen Rising by Greg Renoff, Running with the Devil by Noel Monk, or Everybody Wants Some by Ian Christie, available right now from Audible. Sign up for a free trial with zero obligation to get any one of these three audiobooks today. You can cancel if you wish after your trial membership expires and keep the book. There are many other great titles to choose from as well. Links in the description below, but just remember audibletrial.com slash TV. Click the link below and go grab your first free audiobook. Thank you for listening to this edition of EVH Gear TV. This episode is being brought to you in part by VanHalenStore.com. Shop VanHalenStore.com for the largest selection of official Van Halen merchandise and memorabilia. Be sure to check out our website at evhgeardiscussion.com for more updates and follow us on social media.